Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's six o'clock. Good morning. President Jacob Zuma has committed his government to work with mine workers unions, mining houses and civil society organizations to ensure that the Marikana Commission's recommendations for improved wages and livelihood are fully implemented. Poor wages for miners and appalling living conditions have been identified as key problems triggering violent protests in mining communities. Less than a week after releasing the Marikana Commission report, President Zuma announced that government has allocated 18 billion rand to improve socio-economic conditions of distressed mining communities across the country. In an exclusive interview with the SABC, President Zuma said it's critical that all stakeholders cooperate to ensure speedy and smooth implementation of the Falem Commission's recommendations. After all of this, that forum will be called uh, to say here we are we met after Americana. These are the decisions we took. Uh, for an example, we'll want to know what role did the mining companies play because we had agreed that this would be a joint effort. But also to the, the unions would be there. Are they satisfied? Are they happy? Do they have any further proposals to make so that we even do it better? So that is going to happen. There is no process that's going to leave one stakeholder outside. Everybody would be part of the process. Police Minister Natin Schleko says some of the security features on President Jacob Zuma's Nkandla private residence in KwaZulu-Natal might have to be re-evaluated. Nshlego says the ongoing scrutiny of Zuma's Nkandla home has made the president more vulnerable to further security risks. Although he did not reveal details of the possible review, Nshleko says some changes might have to be effected. The challenge is, now that we have gone this route, there has got to be a re-evaluation, for an example, of the security circumstance around that homestead and the president himself. Now that you know that there's something called PTZ and how it works with PIDS and and, and, and motion detector and where they are located and so forth, if if you want to do something, you I suppose you now can. I, I suppose. Marley van Breda, who survived a brutal attack with an axe on her family earlier this year, will resume her academic program in the next school term. The Western Cape High Court earlier ruled that the 16-year-old be kept in the care of her aunt and uncle. The teenager's parents and a brother were killed at their luxury home in Stellenbosch in January. Marley suffered extensive injuries and was hospitalized for months. Her 20-year-old brother Henry survived the attack. Berenice Moss reports. Marley's legal representative and curator, advocate Louise Bakeman, says the teenager continues to make progress and is on the road to recovery. She is currently enjoying a holiday visiting family and friends. She is also in contact with her brother, Henry. Marley will be attending school with her peers in the new school term. Judge Shiraj Desai further ordered that Marley is not to be interviewed or photographed by the media without the prior consent of her lawyer. Berenice Moss, SABC News, Cape Town. And wrapping up, South Africans enjoyed their first day in weeks without power cuts. The news came a day after the power utility was denied an additional tariff increase by the National Energy Regulator. ESCOM says there is, for the time being, enough generating capacity to meet the demand in electricity. It has thanked its customers for their support in using electricity sparingly. 
Top Story President Jacob Zuma has committed his government to work with mine workers' unions, mining houses and civil society organizations to ensure that the Marikana Commission's recommendations for improved wages and livelihood are fully implemented. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudisha Naidu. I'll be back with news headlines at half past six. It's now time for news break with Matthew Viren.